The Talking Points podcast is produced in partnership with Fee Michael Gibson and clinicaltrialresults.org. Marco Valgermigli and Mike Gibson coming to you live from ESC 2022, and we're talking about the long-term 15-month follow-up of the Master DAP trial. So, Marco, maybe rewind a little bit, talk to us a little bit about the design of Master DAP, your preliminary findings, and now what you found at 15 months. Sure. Thank you very much, Mike, for having me today. So, MassDPT was indeed presented last year at EC for the very first time in terms of the primary endpoints. In MassDPT, we focus on an HBR high bleeding risk population undergoing PCI with the ultimaster stent implantation without any restrictions based on lesion complexity of clinical presentation. Patients were randomly located after one month of DPT as long as they were event-free to either immediately stop DAPT and continue a single anti platelet therapy up to 11 months or up to five months if there was a concomitant indication to oral anticoagulation or continuing DAPT for at least two or five months, depending on whether they had or did not have a concomitant OAC indication, and afterwards uh, continue with single antiplatelet therapy uh, until 11 months. And you didn't specify which antiplatelet, right? Correct. That was a call from the investigators. And uh, the primary point was NACE, MACE, and major bleeding, major or non-major clinically relevant bleeding events. Uh, the first two are non-inferiority endpoints. The last one was superiority, and all three were met at one-year follow-up. Now, importantly, the study said after one year, uh, you can start the routine care. Basically, you were free to continue the treatment that the clinicians most preferred. And therefore, we set up an additional follow-up phase three months down the road at 15 months to see whether the treatment effects were pretty much continued after the three-month routine care. And that is what we presented this year at ESC. And what did you find? We found a confirmation of what we saw at 11 months, or if you will, 12 months after PCI, meaning a numerical difference for NACE in favor of abbreviated treatment, an equipoise for MACE. Actually, that was an equipoise at one year, numerically was even slightly favoring the abbreviated DAPT regimen at 15 months. And then the difference in bleeding that we saw at 12 months got even slightly larger. Now, you may wonder why that was the case. And actually, that was the surprise we had. When we plan that routine care and this extra and final follow-up visit, we were thinking that all patients would have stopped DPT even in the control group, and therefore, we would see basically whether there was some sort of rebound effect in those who had discontinued DPT after one year. With our surprise, that was not the case. There was a sizable proportion of patients, especially in the control group, that continued EPT well beyond one year. And also among OAC patients, a sizable proportion of patients, again, in the control group, in the standard treatment, that continued single antiplatelet therapy in association with the oral anticoagulation well beyond one year. We 
did run at that moment a multivariable analysis to see whether prior allocation to one group versus the other was an independent predictor of uh, intensity of antiplatelet therapy. And that was surprisingly the case for both patients with and without oral anticoagulation. So basically, despite that was not originally intended, at the 15 months, we still compared a more intensified antiplatelet regimen with a less intensified antiplatelet regimen, which is what we called a carry-over reflex whereby clinicians seem to be more likely to continue prior treatment. And so if you were on the APT for many months, a physician at one year had to take a decision whether to continue that treatment, yes or no. And the answer is yes, the treatment is continued, despite evidence being very negative against that option. If you were not on the APT already at one year because you did stop the APT well before, the clinician do not reinstitute the APT if, if that could be their call and simply leave the patient on monotherapy or without any antiplatelet therapy if there is already an indication to oral anticoagulation. That is quite interesting and I have to say not entirely expected even from our side. How well powered are master DAP and this extended look at the data to evaluate the ischemic events? It's absolutely not powered. In fact, I was very careful in not speaking about non-inferiority. It's simply a superiority statistics being met or not met. We were powered at one year. That was the primary point. This is, of course, a pre-specified yet explorative endpoint. So we need to be careful before drawing uh, conclusions. But I think the reassuring finding is that what we saw at the moment in which the study was powered is actually maintained at 15 months follow-up. Meaning there is no surprise after you transition from protocol-mandated treatment to routine care, which is very important. Yeah, the rebound issue is very important. There have been some data, uh, I think, published by the U.S. Veterans Association showing some rebound effects of uh, discontinuing the thionopyridine. So I'm glad you, you looked at that. Well, Marco, thank you. Congratulations on another superb look at the data. And thanks to all of you for joining us here live from ESC 2022. Thank you. 